You are listening to the Fur Road Christian Church Podcast. Our mission is to love God and love people. For more information about Fur Road, visit furroadcc.org. That is F-I-R-R-O-A-D-C-C dot org. Now for this week's message. Faithfulness is directly correlated with how much faith we have in someone uh, reflecting back on stories of faithfulness, uh, my mind was reminded of a Disney, or actually more before that, I don't even know if it was Disney, a Dr. Seuss classic uh, entitled Horton Hears a Who, right? In that movie, or in that book, we have this elephant who is walking along through the jungle and he suddenly hears this voice that doesn't seem like he could possibly hear it, couldn't possibly be what he thinks he hears, but as he listens more closely, it becomes very evident that it is what he thought it was, and there is this voice that is speaking to him. And as he begins to have this conversation, learns that there is an entire community resting on this little speck. And the rest of the book, he is trying to fight for this community, fighting for the who's. And his faithfulness is evidenced through what he goes through to save this community, to help and protect this, this people that he has just recently found out about. And through uh, discouragement of other people saying, there's no way you heard anything on that speck. Through uh, dissentment of the entire jungle turning on him and saying, no, you're crazy, Horton. Despite dis- uh, comfort and also uh, the threat of death, he stands firm and is faithful to this belief that there is something on this speck. And he is faithful through and through in this entire thing until finally everybody else hears this. Despite when he thought he was crazy, everybody thought he was crazy. Despite the discouragement, despite the dissentment, despite all this pain, he was willing to endure. He was faithful to this cause of protecting something that he thought was right and to learn that there was life on there that he was actually fighting for. We see that his faithfulness is rewarded and that the trust that this little who had in Horton turns out to be life-changing for this entire community. Our faithfulness is directly correlated to how much faith we have in someone. We are in our... I guess number seven, I think, of our Fruit of the Spirit series. And today we are looking at faithfulness. I want to read Galatians 5, 22 through 23. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. So today, again, we're looking at this word faithfulness. And when we break that apart, we have the idea of faith and being full of that. Uh, And being full of faith uh, carries with it this idea of being confident in something, having an assurance of something, that you are going to be steadfast, that you're not going to compromise, you're not going to be turned away, you're not going to be distracted or discouraged. You are going to be faithful to this. And In our faith, that is very important as we walk along, as we journey with God, as we go through life with other people, the people that we can trust, the people that we can partner with, the people that we have faith in, the more faithful we are together, 
The more we can accomplish, the more we can see God's truth evidence, and the more we can spread and share the gospel that God wants us to share. And in our lives, as we see in most of the faith and most of our scripture, that faith carries with it also this idea of trusting When we have faith in someone, when we have trust in someone, it allows us to do more as a community, to do more as servants of God. Our faithfulness is directly correlated to how much faith we have in someone. That's evidenced in our church, but it's also evidenced in our life. If you think about the people that you are most faithful to, are probably the people that you trust the most. And the things that you're willing to endure, the things that you're willing to encounter, the willing thing, the things you're willing to push through because of that trust that you have in with them or that faithfulness, that commitment that you have to them, one side or the other. Uh, this past week, we got to go on a, uh, I wasn't here this past Sunday because we took a family vacation. We got to go to Colorado. And one of the things that I'd been looking forward to uh, was whitewater rafting. It was something that uh, I had not ever done. I'd been around it, uh, but we finally got to go whitewater rafting. And if you look in the picture, you notice that I'm in the front, not the back. Uh, that is against my own wishes. If it was up to me, I would have been in the back guiding our family down these rapids. It would have been a lot of fun for me, and I have a lot of confidence. I have a lot of trust. I have a lot of faith in me being able to navigate a raft through these rocky mountains, but uh, unfortunately, my my family doesn't have that same trust in me. They were probably fearful enough without me behind them. It would have escalated that experience quite a bit. No matter how many YouTube videos I watched, it just didn't seem to build their trust in me. They wanted me not behind them, but in front of them. Uh, And so we had a guide who did a wonderful job. It was a wonderful, fun experience. And, uh, you know, we started out at an easy level, but it was still, uh, you know, there was some moments of fear, but we trusted our guide to get us through this entire experience. And so for those times we got to build that trust in someone and they were willing to put their faith in a stranger but not me I don't know if I should be hurt by that or not Uh, but that is kind of the way that we go through life is that sometimes we pick and choose the people that we're willing to put our faith in our trust in Uh, whether that be an experience that is as mundane as going and uh, eating a meal that's cooked by someone you don't know or going through the whitewater rapids you know there are so many areas in our life where we choose to trust or choose to have faith in people and places that we need to be faithful. We need to be faithful to people at home. We need to be faithful to people at work. We need to be faithful to people in marriages, in our communities, in our world. With our money, we have to be faithful with our family and friends, with our church, and most importantly, we need to be faithful to God. And based on our relationship, based on our willingness and our trust and our level of that bond with them, it depends and differs and causes different outcomes with those experiences, those relationships with each of those different things. The more we trust, the more we're being faithful, the more we're committed to different things, the experiences are going to be dramatically different. And our faithfulness is revealed through the choices and the character that we make. And in our lives, and especially as we try to live by the Spirit, our faithfulness is evidenced through the way that we trust and connect with God. 
And faithfulness is revealed through our choices and the character that we choose as we live in relationship with God, as we study his word and we live those truths out. You know, we look through all of scriptures and we see that if we, you know, and that is a relationship that we have, right? How much do we trust God? How much do we put our faith in what the scriptures tell us? But if you are willing to put your faith in what the scriptures are and that they are true, then you see a lot of examples, a lot of stories of people who had to put their faith in God at different levels, to different degrees, and we see their willingness to go through a lot of different things. The less faithful aren't willing to go through anything for God. The more faithful are willing to go through dangers and even death. One of the, the most prominent figures in the Old Testament is someone that I think culturally people are very aware of. How many of you have heard of the person uh, by the name of Moses? Okay, most of us, has anybody not heard of Moses? All right, okay, no hand, all right, good, all right, so we're all on that, oh, we, we got that. So I was going to be a little surprised if no one had heard of Moses, but Moses in, is one of these examples of someone who is in relationship with God, and we see early on that he, his family puts their faith, their trust in God. They send him down the river, the Nile River in his own little raft, right, and God is guiding him in this basket, and God protects him, God saves him for something bigger. Unfortunately, he kind of puts things in his own hands. He murders someone and has to flee, has to run. And he's in the wilderness for 40 years, tending and guarding sheep. And then one day, life changes. He, he's walking through the, wherever he's at, and he hears something that he can't possibly be actually seeing, something that he possibly can't see. This bush that is burning, it's different than anything he's seen, anything that he's really experienced. He's walked this area, he's tended flocks in this area, but this is something different. And so with his curiosity, he draws close to it, and then he understands and he hears something that there's no possible way that he could hurt it. This bush begins speaking to him, and it identifies himself as God. This is God. And the place that you're standing is holy ground. And Moses has to respond to this. He's been exposed to lots of gods growing up, but this one is different. This one is personal. This one is real. And he has to decide in this moment, is he going to trust this burning bush? Is he going to listen to this voice? Is he going to be faithful? And he takes off his shoes and he is willing to put his trust in God. And we see this relationship. We see this dialogue of God trying to develop this trust, develop this faithfulness, Moses says, I want you to go back to where you came from, and I want you to free my people. I want you to tell Pharaoh, the mightiest, most powerful, the, the person with the most resources in the world, to let my people go. And Moses comes up with excuses. He's still not completely on board, right? That trust is not fully there. He believes that he's God, but he's not willing to put his life fully on the line yet. But he, as he has his conversation, as God builds his trust, he goes through a various test. One includes throwing his staff on the ground. It turns to a snake. He picks it back up. Pretty cool trick, right? He's walked with the staff. Uh, he might walk with it differently from that point on. But he walks with this, and he builds his trust. And he's willing to be more and more faithful to God to the point where he goes and he stands in front of Pharaoh, and he is willing to say, God has told me to let your people, his people go. 
And he's willing to put his life on the line. And there's distractions. There's uh, people who are trying to resist or dissuade him from doing this. Pharaoh himself is not really willing to do that. But God, again, proves himself faithful time and time again that this is what he wants him to do. And finally, Moses leads God's people out to where God wants him to go. And the tests continue, right? The parting of the Red Sea, the Mount Sinai, the Ten Commandments. And then they get to do this next test where they are about to go into this promised land. Even though there's been people who have been discouraging to him, who have dissuaded him, who have doubted him. They send the people to go scout the land. And they come back with the report that there are amazing things. It's just like God said. It's the promised land, land flowing with milk and honey. Uh, but there's a problem. There's people that are huge. There's giants. There's well-fortified cities. How are we going to make through this? And in that moment, we have this evidence that there are people who are willing to put their faith in God and people who are not willing to put their faith in God. People who trust that God will do whatever he says. People like Joshua and Caleb who said, let's go do it. But 10 said, no, I don't think it's possible. And as a result, you know, if everybody would have come back and they would have been faithful, if they would have trusted God, they could have experienced what Joshua and his nation did, right? They could have crossed the Jordan. They could have conquered Jericho. They could have had this land flowing with milk and honey. They could have had it all. They could have experienced the promised land. But instead, they doubt they are discouraged, they dissent and say, no, God can't do that. And as a result, they are forced to wander in the wilderness for 40 years, looking for whatever God was promised. They all have to, that generation of doubters fades away, and a new generation is going to have to rise up. But they're stuck eating manna, they're stuck complaining, they're stuck grumbling, they're stuck doubting every move that Moses makes. And for Moses, that must have been frustrating to have to be putting up with these people day in and day out. All the things that they say, all these discouragement, all this criticism, all this complaining, all this critiquing. But still, somehow he's faithful to God through it all. Always taking that next step. And he only fails, he only falters one time. But he stays faithful to God and his relationship and his trust grows in God through even the hardest times. And so God is faithful to Moses and Moses is faithful to God and he's rewarded. You know, I'm sure Moses is going to have a wonderful reward in heaven. And we get to see him celebrated as one of the heroes of the faith in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3 through 5 through 6, where it even talks about how Moses was faithful as a servant in God's house, testifying of what would be said in the future, and even compared to Christ, just as Christ is faithful as God's son. To be able to be compared as someone who is faithful as Jesus, that would be quite the honor, wouldn't it? Something that we should all strive for, something that we should all try to attain, to be as faithful to God as Jesus is. And we all know to what length Jesus was faithful. But God is faithful in all of his ways. We see that time and time again. All the promises that he made to Moses along the way, he fulfilled them. Moses had complete trust in God because God was faithful. 
And so Moses was also faithful to God, doing the things that he asked him to do. And we see him do miracles time and time again. We see him lead people time and time again. We see him take courage. We see him do amazing things. And in Lamentations 3, 22 and 23, we read this. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I think that could be said of God, right? Great is his faithfulness. It's one of, I think, probably a few people's favorites hymn in here, right? Where you grew up singing that song, Great is Thy Faithfulness. And we are reminded when we sing that song of the things that God does in life, how God is our faithful God, how he is trustworthy and dependable, how he is faithful in his, to his creation, how he is faithful to his people, how he is faithful to sending Jesus, how he is faithful to judge sin, and he is faithful to save sinners who have put their trust in him. And we need to be reminded of God's great faithfulness. He is faithful to us. Even though there might be people in our lives who discourage us, there might be people who question us, there might be people who doubt our faith, there might be people who are trying to just get us off course. God wants us to do something, God has asked us to do something, God has put something in our path, and he has built that trust with us, but people are trying to knock us off it, they're trying to slow us down, they're trying to discourage us, they're trying to get us to do everything from experiencing that promised land. But through it all, we know through the Holy Word that God will be faithful to us if we are faithful to Him. That as we are able to trust in Him with everything in our lives and that He will live out all of His promises and He will fulfill His promises. Moses did exactly what God asked him to do. He didn't have to wander the desert for 40 years, but he trusted Him and stayed faithful to Him. And he got to see God do amazing things things even though they were in the wilderness wandering he still saw God do amazing things and I think he could be used as an example to us to be reminded that even though sometimes life is hard even though sometimes it's not exactly the way we pictured it even though we get put in situations and circumstances that are challenging that are dry that are feels like we're wandering forever God is still faithful to us in those times and there is still an opportunity to do what God wants to in the hardest times. And I think that's truly when our character is tested the most. Not in the easy times, not in the fun times, not in the simple times, but when we are the driest, when we are the most lost. That is when our true faithfulness is tested. When we get to show God our faithfulness to Him. And so that's a question that we need to be consistently asking ourselves as we read scriptures and as we look at our lives, as we make our choices day to day, as we look at the relationships that we have, that we have put in charge of or been put in responsibility of or have been surrounded by, is how faithful are we to what God is asking us to do in those things? How faithful are we? How full of faith are you? That's a question that we should be asking ourselves every day. How full of faith am I today? 
Am I willing to go and lead people to where God doesn't maybe want or where they might not want to go? Am I willing to stand in front of people and trust that God is going to be faithful and split whatever obstacles are going to be in our way? Am I going to be willing to share a truth that God has written down for me even though people may reject it? Am I going to be willing to to lead and depend on God day after day after day that he will provide for us even when it doesn't seem like he will? How full of faith are we? We need to be able to trust God, the voice of God, over all the voices of the world. When we are able to do that, that illustrates our faithfulness to God. When that voice is more important than any other voice, that we are listening to that, even though like Horton with the who, sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's challenging, sometimes there's a million other voices that are shouting something different, but it's God that we need to listen to, that we need to tune into, that we need to trust. That demonstrates and illustrates how full of faith we are. And we can do that by growing in our faith. And really, as we see in Moses' life, the only way that we can grow more faithful is by practicing, is by being faithful, by doing what God has asked us to do. And we may have our doubts. We may not believe that God is choosing us, God's calling us, but if we will do the things that God asks us to do, if we'll be willing to lay down our staff and see him do miracles, if we are going to be willing to stand up to people who may seem bigger and more intimidating than us, if we hold our integrity, if we hold our truths, then God can show time and time again that if we put our trust in him, that he will guide us through the most difficult of circumstances, the most scary places. God knows that path. He knows that route. He knows the obstacles and how to get us around them. We can trust in God through any rapids that we may experience in life. We just have to grow in our faithfulness. We just have to be faithful in the small things and God will grow us day by day to bigger things. It may start out small, but as we put more faith, as we put more trust, God will reward us with more and more responsibilities and we'll get to dwell in his face. We'll get to dwell in his presence. We will be able to experience his Holy Spirit working in us and through us. And that is something that should be exciting Luke 16.10 says this, Jesus says this, whoever can be trusted with the very little can also be trusted with much, and whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So again, how full of faith do you want to be? Are you willing to be full of faith in the small things and allow God to trust you with more and more each day? Because God asks people to do some pretty wild and crazy things. You know, if you look at what Moses' life was like, right? And he goes to his parent or his brother is like, hey, Aaron, uh, guess what? I met God in the desert. He asked, he was in a burning bush. He asked me to go back to Egypt. And Aaron's like, wait, 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 you want to go back? God is crazy. You can't go back there. You ran away from there. If you go there, they're going to kill you. Oh, and Moses says, I can't talk. Well, guess what, Aaron? You're going back with me, right? This is probably one of the craziest harebrained ideas that God could ever put on him. And if you look through scripture, God asked people to do some pretty crazy and wild things. 
Joseph interprets dreams that are just bizarre. It's like someone smokes some LSD, right? And we're going to come up with this idea, but in there, there's this biblical principle that he teaches. God asks us to do some pretty crazy things. Who knows? Next week, I may come back here and tell you something that God told me in a dream that just doesn't make any sense to you. It could be as harebrained as uh, a spaghetti cheese sauce is the best or something. And to us, that's crazy, doesn't mean anything, but to somebody else, it could mean something. And we have to be faithful and trust that God will do something through whatever it is that he puts on our hearts. Our faithfulness is a growing process, and it can never be perfect the same way that God is, but it is certainly will be a gift to those who know. So we need to remember our faithfulness to God. Lamentations 3 says, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. They're new every morning. Every day is a new start. And we can experience God's great faithfulness every day. His faithfulness and love and compassion for you. God is faithful in times of trial or temptation. God is faithful even when we are not. And he is faithful to forgive our sins even when we fall, even when we falter. Our world needs people who are going to wake up every day and say, I am going to be faithful to God today. I am going to trust in God. No matter what comes at us, no matter what people may say, no matter what people might do, we need to be faithful. So here are some ways that you can be reminded of that. Take these things away this week with you. The first thing is if you don't know your Lord and Savior and you're weighing whether you need to trust in him, whether he is someone that you can be faithful to and that he will be faithful in return, if you are looking for someone to put your trust in, he has shown time and time again that he will be faithful to you. And he's even willing to send his son to die on the cross so that we can have a relationship with him. That is to the point of faithfulness that he has. Something else that you can do if you're doubting or wondering about how faithful God will be to you. I would encourage you to go through and find some passages, find some stories, find some characters in Scripture and read them. Read about them. Spend some time in the Bible and say, how is God faithful to these people? We learned about one person today, Moses, and time and time again how God was faithful to him year after year. Through the good times, through the bad times, God remained faithful. We can be encouraged by the people that we read about. And if you've been a Christian long enough, I bet you have some times where you can look back on your life and see when God was faithful to you. If you need reminded and re-encouraged, look back and remember sometimes some personal stories that maybe happened in your life or in someone's life that you know and trust, that God was faithful to do what he said he was going to do. And then take every day, to be faithful to God. Wake up and pray and ask God, how do you want me to be faithful to you today? Every day, start off with that prayer. And you'll see God do some amazing, powerful things in your life. And the Holy Spirit will work in you and through you and not only change your life, but the lives of those around you. And you'll get to grow in a relationship with him and your trust and your ability to be faithful to him will be amazing. And I guarantee you won't regret a single day that you do that. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for everything that you do. Lord, I thank you for your faithfulness that is never ceasing. Lord, help us to have that never ceasing faithfulness with you. Lord, we thank you so much for all that you do in our lives. 
Lord, I ask that you would allow us to be more and more faithful to you every day. Help us to be reminded and re-energized in the things that you do. Lord, we want to do amazing things for you. We want to see miracles. We want to see impossible things happen. Help us to do that by building our trust in you and living that out. In Jesus' name, amen.